Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome to your chill Monday. It is actually Monday, June the 1st when I'm recording this and yep, we have actually reached June and this doesn't seem to end anytime soon. Um, anyway, moving on to more positive things. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all keeping safe and healthy. Um, so, it's a hot and windy afternoon. I'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom, um, trying to record this as silently as possible. My parents are sleeping and I have lied to my sister that I have a meeting with my friends, a Zoom meeting. So, yeah, I have about an hour to record this before I get interrupted or probably less. Who are we kidding? Anyway, so, um, just to go now talk about myself and what I did this week. So, last podcast I did mention the SpaceX launch and how I was excited. And you know what, for the wrong launch I did wake up at 2am and the, the launch didn't take place at all. This time I was kind of relieved that it was 12.30am. I mean it's lesser, it's a lesser intimidating time than 2am. So, you know, I set my alarm, I asked my friend to call me as a failsafe and I go to sleep. Looks like my phone has been on silent and I randomly wake up in the middle of the night, which is not well, by the way, I wake up at 2am this time also. And, you know, I'm hoping that the launch hasn't taken place, but you know what, it has. And I'm kind of dejected, but you know what, I just... I just skip back a few minutes, not a few minutes, an hour, and kind of act like the whole thing is happening in real time. Anyway, it, it, it was really nice because I feel like no one can capture the media as um, great as America does. And they're just, they're just very, very media friendly is what I can say, at least to on the outside. So, because um, since Russia, I think Soyuz has been transporting astronauts to and fro the ISS, we don't really get visuals or the world isn't really interested in what Russia's space um, industry is doing. So, anyway, um, since this was an American launch after like 10 years and like cameras and like communication feeds have like developed so much, and so it was really nice <laughs> and refreshing to see, you know, a live feed of what was happening at the ISS, a live feed of the lander returning back to the Earth and all the stages separating. And it was just very thrilling. Um, so in order to make up for my missed SpaceX launch, I spent around, I think, three hours waiting for the astronauts to board the ISS. So they had fixed this camera in this position. You can check the live stream out if you want to. It should be in a video now. So they mounted the camera on the International Space Station in a way that it was facing the hatch, um, the hatch beyond which the Crew 2 Dragon was docked. So the ISS commander, Chris Cassidy, was working on, um, you know, connection with the docked, a spacecraft and I don't know all the work that they do um 
equalizing the pressure and temperature so that it's safe to open and all of their duties which i really don't know about um so yeah and yeah it was it was very nice to see but um finally when the two astronauts enter the iss um i think doug yeah doug hurley uh he kind of went out of frame for a second there and i think he hurt his head and started bleeding and he was kind of concerned for the first two minutes and everyone no one was really paying attention to him until like finally someone got like a quarter cotton swab for him or something and he was not acknowledged and it was it was a little awkward but yeah i mean he is he's a space shuttle veteran so i bet you know this is nothing out of the ordinary for him yeah so uh, there's a lot of background noise here i live in a very birdy place there's just a lot of birds in my area so um beyond 6 if you go and stand on the terrace you can see all sorts of birds like parrots is parrots crows and pigeons are the only ones i can name but i think um there are vultures here too and this i don't know there are just so many birds man there's like gray ones there's white ones you can just like see them flying in a formation across the sky it's it's very nice anyway not nice now because i'm trying to record anyway so um i'm actually doing this on an afternoon and not at night because i have this room to myself so the this is my parents room and the wifi doesn't actually come here but i just decided to wake up today um get an old router out um configure it as a repeater and put it as far as my longest ethernet cable allowed it to so i get a few bars over here oh shit it's well guess what it's actually not connected yeah for some reason my phone just refuses to connect to this um let's just hope that i don't lose all of my recording because of this internet issue because i am actually recording on the app this time and not on um some voice recorder app so anyway that was a productive thing that i did today morning and yeah the other i had this idea so i've been watching a lot of room transformations on youtube and like i said last week and you know what i decided to do something for once uh so i have this little staircase shaped shelf that goes up on the wall and it's like attached to the wall and there is like some random non aesthetic things there really so i thought you know why not have like a book display of my favorite books on it it seems like the perfect kind of shelf for it but the problem is i don't have books or i just i just read them as ebooks i can't afford buying real books so what i did was i printed out you know the spine the side of uh, the books that i like and i brought out my old textbooks the fat ones and i pasted them the printed out ones onto the spine of my old textbooks and i kept them and you know what i'm actually not disappointed with the result it it looks pretty legit so i just measured out the dimensions of the spine of the book and put them on to word and printed it out of course you need a printer but 
yeah it yeah i'm actually not mad it was it turned out pretty nice hmm. so in other things around i think 3 weeks ago 3 to 4 weeks ago i cut bangs and honestly i i don't get what the big deal is um i've seen these youtube videos which um some girls are like really scared of cutting their bangs but honestly i don't get the hype man um it was all fine you know i guess for curly head people it's more of a challenge uh but yeah i mean mine is not like very straight either it's kind of wavy you know that typical indian flatted wavy kind of hair texture but honestly it hasn't been too bad so what is key here is the thickness you don't want to go too thick that's when it looks like i don't know dora the explorer or something so you always kind of want to go for the wispy bang look um and then if you feel like you want chunkier yeah i guess you can go thicker but i mean it's always safer to start out thin because you think you're going very thin but once you cut it it actually looks thicker than you expected it to and number 2 is you kind of need to um cut it longer than you want it to be because it kind of springs up and you have to give it some leeway for that so yeah i mean it's been fine so the first 2 weeks was was great i mean it was um straight all the time unless if i oiled it too much but then you know by the next hair wash cycle it became all right um but now you know there are signs of flattening it's not as bouncy and springy anymore uh, i think my hair has gotten used to this new normal um yeah so it's kind of flat now and also there's this like this natural partition that my hair has so it's kind of you know angling off towards the side and i'm just wearing it as side bangs now you know so yeah i don't know if i should resign to my fate and wear it as side bangs or like try to somehow train it back to its straight shape um so i i i because i refuse to iron these wispy strands of my front hair every day man and i just i i don't want to um heat i don't know i'm just scared because i think i've used heat before like once at my friend's house and i had severe hair fall i already do have severe hair fall okay i have hair fall but when i used heat it was severe and my hair texture didn't like regain back its natural texture until like 2 weeks of washing i think so yeah i i just refuse to use heat all there and yeah i mean i don't use shampoo no i don't do it i use shikakai i'm only using shampoo now because with the current situation it's kind of impossible to go and like make shikakai from scratch yeah i mean don't use shampoo guys it's it's you just you just don't want the chemicals you don't want the plastic you don't want the dolphins dying in the seas unless you can't really help it just don't use shampoo and go with shikakai i feel like you know we've been trained to see this particular kind of hair texture is healthy which is basically um at least for south indians yikes at least for south indians it's the um north indian hair texture you know 
it's it's just not oily but it's very moist and shiny and straight and there's a lot of slip i think that's the hair texture most of us south indians want to achieve and that's what um i think conditioner and shampoo give to some extent but i think that we're just fooling ourselves that that is healthy you know because um shikakai kind of restores your hair to its natural shape and natural texture and you know what just because it's not as smooth as shampoo i i really don't think that's a problem i think that your hair is healthiest when it is at its natural texture and even if it is softer than usual it doesn't really mean it's healthy just because you slather conditioner on it right it's just the silicones creating that texture for you just like fitting in the cuticle gaps or like whatever so yeah we really need to reevaluate our idea of what is healthy hair and yeah i mean it's just something to think about so um coming to the next piece of advice i have banana bread so all over the internet like banana bread is the new dalgona coffee except that this one has actually kind of endured um so i tried making i have tried making banana bread quite a few times and the mistake i always make is that i have done it um using banana varieties that are not moorish i've done it with elaki um hill banana and a bunch of others but you know what just just don't do it um it flops it is bitter and it comes out like really weird looking and black and you just don't want that so my tip number 1 is to use moorish only moorish a ripe moorish if you want um yeah and second um i actually even after using moorish i never really had much success with banana bread and that's because you know all the banana would just go and sit at the bottom and it would just be this yucky slab of dense uh weird banana flour mixture that would just not taste like cake at all it was not airy it was not tasty it was just overall bad so i decided to kind of improvise and make a batch of muffins and you know what they actually turned out nice you don't have this problem of the bananas going and sitting down because even even if they do right the muffins height is only so much so it's not like it's going to spoil the taste or the texture of it anyway and even if it does become like extremely short even if your muffin sinks it can be a kind of banana biscuit cookie chewy cookie thing right so there's really not much that can go wrong with the banana muffin recipe um and also for those of us who don't have the resources to buy um chocolate chips because chocolate chips are like fucking expensive they just put like four chocolate chips in like a plastic packet and like put a 75 rupee sticker on it so you know what actually helps buying chocolate that melts in the oven and dairy milk does not melt in the oven i made that mistake and it was horrible um what you want is bone will so bone will melts beautifully in the oven um so you can just buy a bar of bone will 
and I think you need only about two squares of that and you can just like chop it up and use it as chocolate chunks or chocolate chips and it will last you a pretty long time because honestly how often are you going to use chocolate chips in your baking recipes right so yeah that is one more hack for anyone who is listening if at all anyone is listening and is interested in baking banana bread and owns an oven and has bone will randomly lying in their fridge this is for you so yeah um and other things coming to tech um i have a oneplus 5t which i bought three years ago i'm very i've always been like very happy with it i have never experienced lag or any other issues and yeah it's it's just been like really solid for me these past few years and so i upgraded it to oxygen os 10.0 which came out um i think three days ago and dude the experience has not been good at all okay i i i just need to rant first of all they removed the classic one plus 10 gestures sorry what am i blabbering the classic oxygen os gestures and they are like the most seamless foot screen gestures i've ever experienced and they are just so nice and why why would you ever want to take them away and they took them away in oxygen os 10 no don't worry i mean there is a way to fix that you can just um download this app on the play store called i think set edits and there i mean you can google this you can just like turn a setting so that you get the full screen navigation gestures back but then this this just sucks dude i mean the entire point of oxygen os is that you can oneplus can kind of evaluate and it can incorporate what it wants from the stock android into its interface and i have no idea why the strongest selling point of oxygen os they decided to remove so yeah that was that and the next one is this weird screenshot thing you know on um i've noticed this on ipad on ios where if you take a screenshot it just floats over to the um, bottom right hand side of it and that's that's just not nice and then you have to like dismiss it again um the same thing happens in android 10 except that that shit stays there and there also there's also a panel that comes up from the bottom which says edit share and like even if you switch apps that is still going to draw over your other apps and it's it's just not nice dude it's not at all nice and for some reason even if you know i share that screenshot using the panel that comes up the first um set of um sharing apps that comes is my contacts in snapchat and i i rarely use snapchat i use snapchat literally only to converse with my one friend to send like ridiculous filter pics and that's it and for some reason it shows up gives me like some 10 contacts from snapchat and then whatsapp is you know lurking somewhere at the bottom and even if um i click on whatsapp none of my contacts from whatsapp directly come i have to again go to whatsapp and then select them from the list and that that shit is just not at all convenient dude it's not it's not great i'm not a fan and one more thing that i've noticed is that my phone overheats while charging and similarly it kind of drains the battery drains faster 
um than my usual pre android 10 days so i guess that's like a minor bug fix that they will do in the next update or something i hope uh yeah i mean i really hope that happens or probably there's like some um app running in the background that i haven't optimized or something so this digital wellbeing app right that that drinks your entire battery usage i mean i don't know why it drinks so much but it does and i have it on permanent disable it happened to my dad's phone and i figured that this was what was causing the battery dump and i i don't use it and it's not on in my current android 10 running phone either but you know nonetheless the battery is just going so i have to figure out um whether it's like my fault or like their fault or whatever so yeah and the next thing i want to talk about is the auto replies so android 10 has this feature where it suggests replies so i first started noticing this in whatsapp and i thought okay it's a new whatsapp feature but nope it does this for all the apps which is when i realized that it is something which is particular to the android 10 operating system so basically what it does is it suggests replies for you so my friend asked what's up the other day and it suggested nothing or nothing much come on you um it just kind of assumed that i was doing nothing because of quarantine i guess i don't know or probably because it has studied my entire psyche from my language and input and all of the other data points that i have willingly submitted to google and now it has an entire prediction of all of my choices and my future choices and an entire trajectory for my life that google will decide so yeah it's either one of the two or that's the default um setting for the reply so anyway i don't know if i'm a fan of this because honestly um you know one of my one of the immediate thoughts that entered my head was to prank my friend by replying only through these computer generated messages all day and see if they could see i mean obviously they could see because i don't punctuate my sentences my messages on whatsapp but yeah so um i guess like sometimes you don't even know whether they're actually replying to you or they just you know uh, pressed a button in the notification panel it's it's not nice dude i mean i i don't know like um give me an option of what i will actually say and then i'll be impressed but then that's also a flagrant violation of my privacy so yeah and also one more thing i noticed it is not really an android 10 issue but um i have i use swift key i hate google keyboard it's just very annoying it's not convenient and um a lot of people swear by it but not me i've always been a swifty from day one uh yeah so i guess microsoft bought swift key because that day i was um replacing my google board with swift key and it said microsoft swift key and i was like when did that happen so yeah just just some information for all of you guys who use swift key and didn't know that this happened or probably it happened ages ago i don't know um just just saw it yesterday yeah yeah so that concludes my very knowledgeable and pertinent tech session so on to 
my next thing uh back burners um yeah so i'm just going to call this section back burners because these are things that i ought to do but i'm putting it off because i'm scared um i just don't want to i have no idea how to proceed and i am a coward so i thought you know talking about this will probably ease my feelings of hostility towards these activities um i actually don't not want to do them it's just that i'm having a lot of starting trouble right now yeah so the first one is um i'm in final year of college right now and i have completed my final year project and the thesis and now my advisor wants me to make a journal article out of it so i have to condense the entire content of a 94 page thesis into a 6 page journal within the end of this month um yeah that's not a very tall order but it is for someone who always lazes around and completes everything in the last 24 hours of the deadline uh so yeah that's that's just not pleasant and i don't know how to install latex i have to figure that out because apparently that's not what the cool kids do um the cool kids don't use word for papers they use latex instead is what my cool friend who write papers told me so i have to do that and the second thing is i have to actually like advance my computer programming skills um i do like coding but then i've always faced this kind of block when it comes to learning more advanced things because like i don't know okay my parents are awake i have to check on them i will probably continue this in the night let's see all right and we're back so um a parrot had entered my other room and that was what my mom was screaming about she hadn't heard me and she was not screaming about that so yeah like i said a very birdy place but it's just enter rooms here it's it's normal um so where was i i didn't really want to push this till night because a i want to sleep and uh, b i'm actually kind of excited about this podcast and i want to publish it today uh so there's that yeah so i was talking about my aversion to learning basically it's not that i have an aversion to learning it's just that i really have to believe that i can do it in order to put effort into it so yeah so regarding coding i just feel that there are so many people so many bright boys i'm not being sexist i'm i'm really not um so many bright young people um who've been coding since like 8th standard and i'm just worried that i will never catch up to them that is one thing and the other thing is that you know i don't even know enough like i don't know enough at all and i'm like kind of dumb that i don't know this particular thing by this age and as a graduate um i'm not i'm not a major in computer science but still you know most of us feel obliged 
to know computer science even though we aren't from that background um yeah and people who don't even come from a computer science background are like way better than people who uh, are from computer science in coding so yeah that is a major thing and i have identified one course from coursera uh, it looks nice it has great reviews but the thing is i don't know if i will follow through so i have actually never completed an online course ever i think probably once and it was because i really just had to i don't even remember what it was about so it was not like i learned anything substantial from that either so online courses have really not been of much use to me uh so i don't know if i should really take this up the thing is i'm i'm a very romantic idealist kind of a person so if i look at a course and i see all the good reviews and i will see all the course content and i will get really inspired to take this course up and i'll just look at all the course outcomes and i think wow wow an airplane decides to go by now anyway um you know i can learn this from the beginning Uh, i can solidify my understanding my fundamentals will be like you know really proper and like solid and i will take up like a 100 courses at the same time and will watch about 30 seconds of the introduction and decide that it's for later when i have a better mood and the better mood will never come so um yesterday i was watching this video i don't really remember the name of the channel but uh she quoted einstein um who said that you know doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results is insanity uh and she said that your life is like a puzzle so if something is not really working out for you try you know tweaking uh consider it like a problem so you just have to keep tweaking the settings until you figure out the combination that's right so based on this one day old knowledge i have decided that even though i am very attracted to online courses i should probably not take it up so um the best way i learn is i think through doing and that is actually equally intimidating because um so people suggest this thing called lead code and i have done like a few hacker rank problems before but uh most likely they're all like really difficult even in the easy section and um, that's like a real blow to my pride uh, i guess we have to overcome that but more than that it's just that um i feel like something is missing when i solve these problems that's just not going to go away because of practice that the solid chunk of information is missing like for example uh the logic will just seem straightforward but you know when they run the test cases and okay probably like a computer science person is listening to me go on right now and thinking what the fuck she's so dumb anyway um i'm just going to explain my problems uh you know everyone just doesn't understand things once in a while and that is perfectly okay um the important part is admitting that you don't understand a particular thing um that's what i think in these 4 years of engineering i feel like that is the most important lesson i have learned that you legit people legit don't understand everything and 
the person who is likely to learn the most and the most confident person in the room will actually admit that they don't understand something so anyway coming back to the topic um yeah so regarding yeah that i'm missing like a solid chunk so regarding these test cases um yeah so some test cases will pass and there'll be always a few that don't pass because the algorithm doesn't scale or something like that then doesn't work for certain gigantic numbers and like some weird as one in a million combination so uh, those kind of situations uh in those kind of situations i really don't know what to do because you know you think your logic is at tight but it is actually not and this uh there's this other thing called um oh my god i'm not getting the name right now it's the big o notation that thing the analysis of algorithms complexity analysis i think uh that is also something that kind of freaks me out because i don't i mean i understand it but not enough to actually apply it to an algorithm and see that uh it's logarithmic or like polynomial or like whatever um as in my understanding is not enough so i have to work on those things and finally i need to commence my job search because um i was scheduled to go study in the us in two months but it does not look like that's going to be happening this year um if all goes well okay i'm not i'm not seeing anything more uh so anyway i need to start work and i need to start applying for internships and that is again one part that i'm not familiar with exactly because uh, i know i should like branch out and network on linkedin and yeah i really don't know how to go about that thing at all so i guess i need to talk to my friends ask around see how people get jobs because most people have been recruited in campus placements and people like me who have decided not to have a safety job it's actually also a kind of a gamble to have a safety job because they will ask you to um accept before a particular date and yeah it's just not not good if you don't accept pass that date because um i think you either have to pay or something like that hasn't it's a contract it's a bond so you just can't like accept it and then go ahead and deny it it doesn't work like that so i decided not to take a safety job and yeah look where that has got me now anyway so yeah i need to start in turn applying for internships and jobs yep so um i have been watching youtube a lot lately that's no surprise we all have and um you know what i really crave at this time is just a few chill vlogs you know not much happening it's just very calm they have that typical lo-fi hip hop chill beats music going in the background actually not no actually not um and it's just very aesthetic and pretty to look at um yeah it's just very peaceful 
so i tend i am kind of attracted to those kind of videos these days and i would just like to recommend a few to those people who are looking for these kind of channels so the first one is nicole rafi i think i talked about her in my old video she has a podcast she has a youtube channel and i think she's like doing very well okay anyway disclaimer all of these people who i'm going to recommend are kind of like small youtubers so yeah so this girl she has a very likable personality and it's like very um girl next door kind of vibes from her and i really like her fashion sense and her videos and her overall she seems like a confident person and just not you know um shitting on themselves for relatability points or something like that she actually comes across as genuine so i like her channel um my second recommendation is ono nina uh she is also a very like chill vlog uh, morning routine night routine a uh, day with me a uh, cook with me kind of person and it is actually kind of therapeutic to listen to her talk because she seems really laid back and relaxed and um yeah that is a very nice channel and the third recommendation is a between e now i'm not really sure about her personality because i watch only her what i eat in a day videos and they are the best what i eat vegan videos that i have ever seen um they may not be practical or they may not be of any use to our indian lifestyle but the the way it is shot the cookware and all the utensils and the fresh produce and it it's it's just it's really really nice and yeah that that is my third recommendation and i had a fourth recommendation written on my screen but then my computer ran out of battery and decided to shut down so i'm just going to take 30 seconds to think and you can also think for a while about what you're doing in your life right now yeah okay i have i i just really forgot nope so anyway three recommendations i don't think that's too bad a number i at least i didn't give a single recommendation so yeah these are my youtuber recommendations for the week and yeah i hope you like them so coming back to what we were talking about before um what were we talking about? anyway that i think we've reached the end of the podcast and if you're using this to fall asleep at night hopefully you're not awake till now and you've slowly drifted off to sleep if you're awake turn off the lights switch off your phone you do not need your phone to fall asleep your brain might tell you so but i know that you don't so switch it off keep it aside and force yourself to, f- to sleep it's not that scary just think about how tired you are and 
how you just want to escape from it all for today you know we can just deal with that tomorrow so just drift off to sleep and i'll see you in the next one